Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New information, please. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. I'm going to need everything. All the info you got. On My Talk. My Talk. Come on, you guys. Tell me all the dirt. R. Kelly is being criminally investigated in Georgia. Finally, it's because of the Lifetime docuseries. Um, Imagine that. Yes, yep. the district attorney's office has opened an investigation into allegations made against him in this. And they are saying they want women to come forward. If those things that happened in this documentary are true, he Ooh. needs to be in prison. Yes. I mean, yeah. Well, you think? Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, I downloaded the Lifetime app on my Apple TV yesterday so I could watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard it's just terrible. It's oh. it's unbelievable. Your your mouth just is like, uh, what? How did the per- how did, has he gotten away with this for this long? Yeah, um, these are the ones that we know about. Too. Yes, uh, two notable Dallas radio stations have confirmed in segments on air and local news that they will never play his music again. Okay, so another yes. reason to love Dallas. Yes, <laughs> Alexis, here's some good news for you. Um, Felicia Rashad will play Carol, Beth's mother, in the second half of This Is Us. Yes, in the third season, Randall's wife's mom. Yes, so this is going to further her backstory. Um, This is all according to Entertainment Weekly. And uh, yeah, so that's going to happen. When does that start again? It doesn't say here, but uh, yeah. Oh, Felicia. Now, are you going to start watching? Kind of stopped watching. Yeah, I have a little catch up to do, but yes. Okay. I will. I will. I will. Look at you going back to it. I will. I want to. I want to. Suck your blood. Uh, (laughs) One. Uh, two. One Don McLean. <laughs> two Don McLean. Are you guys both still on medication? We are. Yes. Yeah. Good. Just keep t- taking that medication. We haven't uh, talked about this yet, but John Travolta uh, has a new look people are buzzing about on social media. It's about time. Yes. He is clean shaven, bald. He looks um, great. Yeah. He, he looks does. fantastic. He, he should have done this great. a long time ago. And we all know that that is a wig he's wearing all the time. Yes. I mean, that's what you look at in the picture. You think, oh, you're just trying to keep this hair that you had during Saturday Night Fever. And we all know that's not real. Yeah, Free so yourself. Can... Bald men are very hot. And, and he, he's so attractive. Yes. He looks way better. Younger. He has a really nice shaped head. I knew you were going to say that, Lux. I knew it. I knew it. God, I know you sometimes. Oh, boy. Okay, on TV tonight, we have The Masked Singer, which got huge ratings last week. Huge. Five times the normal. I, I really liked it. I'm surprised I have no interest in watching this, but... Yeah, it's fun to guess who it is. All right, so we have six new masked singers tonight. Mm-hmm. They drop random clues on social media so you can play along. 
Uh, we also have the fourth season premiere of Match Game on ABC. They're probably not wanting to compete with the Masked Singer, but oh well. Uh, and then we also have Chicago Med Fire and PD coming back. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. That was a good update, Don. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. And now... Hey, Dr. Craig from Mound here, and I am the announcer for the week. Doctor? Doctor. Doctor? Doctor. 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 My beautiful wife, Dr. Jackie, supports Alive and Kickin'. Thanks a lot, Jackie. And a big shout out to my friend Sue, who loves my talk. Hey, Sue. Now it's time for The Jason and Alexis Show on My Talk 1071. Cock a doodle doo, everybody, and welcome to the 6 o'clock hour, 605. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. Thank you for being here. It is Wednesday, January 9th. Grab a second or third cup of coffee. Sit down at your table. Take a load off. Mm. Let us uh, let us help you start your day with ease, grace, and just a little bit of laughter. Mm. Just a little bit. We can't have too much, girl. Can't have too much. <laughs> Lower Gotta, expectations. That's right. We're both on a lot of medication, so who knows? <laughs> yes. Once again, Don's the only healthy person on our oh. show. Knock, knock, knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, is Colleen still sick? Because, you know, Colleen's sick uh, nine months out of the year, so she's still... Uh, yeah, you know what? I think she might be on the mend, getting a little okay, bit good. better. Yeah. And then 9 to noon, Donna, all of them are healthy, right? None of them are sick? Ooh, they're sick in the head, but other than <laughs> That's that, That's very true. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Same in the membrane. Same with 3 to 6. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Those promos lately. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Hilarious. Yes. Oh, yeah. They are. Uh-huh. They are something. I'm telling you. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to the 6 o'clock hour. Thank you for being here. Um, Lex, how you doing? Yeah, same. But good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You sound, you sound a little, you sound a little worse than you did yesterday. Oh, thanks. (laughs) No, I just mean like it's yeah. yeah. You you were you seem to be making progress yesterday, and it seems like maybe you've taken a step back today. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I know a girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's you have to get well before Puerto Rico. Yes. When do you leave for Puerto Rico? Uh, the twenty. Nineteenth. Uh, okay, yeah. girl, we got ten it. We have, you have ten on. days, girl. We got it. Even on hell, both. Yeah, poor guy. I gave it to him. Oh, poor on hell. Yeah, you guys should so do, get in a bubble or something. Just you know, uh, like <laughs> a Vix bubble or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We did have our meeting and got to meet my travel mates uh, last night at Borton Overseas, which was really fun. And did you wear a mask? Trip. <laughs> should have. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We we were kind of keeping our distance, but. Uh, uh, yeah. From a distance. From a distance. <laughs> so it's always fun to have a trip to look forward to, you know? Yes. Like an experience and at least know that it's going to be warm. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, oh, let's I'm just so think jealous. positive. Yeah, let's think positively. Yeah. You're going to be fine. You're going to, yeah. it'll, it'll all be good. You're mm-hmm. going to feel great by the 19th. So happy thoughts, positive Ooh, thoughts. That's, that's right. Yeah. You too, Jace. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to try to, I got to get back. Yeah, I'm going to do a little weekend trip or something. Because like you, I love to have something to look forward to, like a trip. And we don't really have anything officially on the calendar right now. So I want to sneak maybe a weekend trip down to Disney um, just to, you know, just to go. Just to make sure everything's still okay there. Just to make sure everything's okay. I I think you might need just like a little like. 
cabin getaway or a beach getaway. Go to Canada. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I want to go to Canada. I've never been to Canada. I or maybe like Hilton Head or you know something, something where you can just kind of sit by the beach and relax. I don't know if that's kind of your style or if you want to do that. Yeah, maybe I'll do know, that. Disney's yeah. a whole, like, that's a lot. And it's kind yeah, of it like working so out happy, for though. you. I know, but. Yeah. yeah, it is a little bit. Yeah, and, and this, uh, yeah, it just, oh, I miss it. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I already miss it. Uh, I do. I love it. I do. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, well, go I, to Arizona. That'd be kind of fun. Albuquerque. The hell's in Arizona? <laughs> why, why, why do I want to go to Arizona? Flagstaff. <laughs> Flagstaff. Flag oh, yeah. Okay. I'll go to Arizona. Fine, I'll go to Arizona. Okay, yay. Maybe I'll go to California. Yeah. Or I don't know. <laughs> sure. If I go to California. <laughs> but if I go to California, what oh, am I going to do? I'm going to go to Disneyland. In New Mexico. Yeah. What the heck am I talking about? Yeah, did Flag you just say Albuquerque, Arizona? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking Flagstaff's about. Flagstaff's city. awesome. I've always had this <laughs> this draw to Flagstaff for some weird reason. Really? really? Yes, it's a really weird thing that mentally, I don't know what's going on, but it's like something's going to happen in Flagstaff. Like, are, really you, positive? are you being Seri- funny no, or are you I'm being not, serious? No, I'm being completely serious. Wait, wait, good or bad? Or just in general, something big? Something big. I don't know what it is. You feel personally yes, drawn, uh, drawn to Flagstaff, to Flagstaff yeah. Arizona. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> How long have you Since had I this? was like, uh, let's see, probably 25 or something. Wait, and you, have wow. You, have you ever been there? I have. I've driven through. I've. Uh, it's really cool because you have the mountains. The elevation is the highest in Arizona. So you have the mountains and you can ski, but then the desert is also right there. So you can go from like... It's really yeah, bizarre. They have cool. really great. Sometimes That's, I just tune into the live cam in the town square of Flagstaff and just see what's going you on. You do not. Are I you do, kidding me? I'm not kidding. Yeah. Wait, when you say something big, something big for you personally or just yeah. humanity? No, something big personally. I don't know what humanity. it is. I'm serious. <gasps> Something's going to happen in Flagstaff. Okay. And I think it's good. <laughs> well, it's the <laughs> gateway. Is this, am I weird or what? Church, I should be weird or what? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, there's places that just call you. Mm-hmm. You just feel some resonance with it. So maybe as you were driving through. Yeah, we used to drive through there on the way to California every year because my parents, you know, were from California and we would go back you yeah. know, during the summers and it's on the way. And I'm like, oh, my God, here it comes. Flagstaff. Okay. Well, here's some uh, uh, Flagstaff fun facts if you would like to know, <laughs> oh Don. Oh, my gosh. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Flagstaff is a city in the United States of America <laughs> surrounded by mountains, desert, and the Ponderosa Pine Forests. Yeah. It's a gateway to the San Francisco Peaks, mm-hmm. home to Arizona's tallest mountain, mm-hmm. Humphreys Peak, and the Arizona Snow Bowl Ski Resort. Yes, I've, heard, I've looked into that. I was going to go by myself once, and then it made me a little depressed to do that. Mm-hmm. So Walt uh, Walnut Canyon <sighs> National Monument is dotted with cliff dwellings. Did you know that? Uh, yes, I did know that. There's also a great observatory there. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll see a spaceship. Yeah. Uh, and fun fact, the whole town smells like vanilla. Well, that's delightful. Better yeah. than my gym locker room. Ooh, yeah, yeah, because the city is situated relaxing. right smack in the middle of the largest Ponderosa pine forest. Uh, and because that, that, so those trees give off a smell that kind of smells wow. like vanilla. Did you know that? Yeah. No, I didn't. Thanks, Jason. Even more reason to go to Flagstaff. Yeah, exactly. Relaxing, beautiful. Flag- Nature's everywhere. Flagstaff is an Arizonian city uh, with four complete seasons. Good for them. Did you know that too? Did, see, I'm <laughs> telling you all these things. Just that you like know. here. 
Yeah. But you probably feel fall and spring a little bit more. It's just so neat because once you go up into the city, it's all pine trees up in there because you go up, up, up in elevation. And it's like a whole, you've been driving through the desert for so long and then you're, it's just really great. Yeah. So there we go. (sighs) The last time I I went through there, I, I saw on the sign that says, welcome to Flagstaff, there were two crows sitting on top of that and they were sitting opposite of each other. And I felt like it was a weird... Sign? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't when know. When crows are opposite <laughs> each other. It means Jonathan's nearby. I don't know. <laughs> I, I want to just say, I'm not making like major decisions in my life based on this, but yeah. you know, I, feel, I don't feel like I'm going to live there. I just feel like I'm going to go and yeah. something's going to happen. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm very excited. I this is this. thrilling. I, we did not know this about you. I, this is so fascinating that you're drawn to Flagstaff, Arizona. Yeah. Well, well, now we got to get you there. If my daughter heard this, she'd be like, oh, God, here she is talking about Flagstaff again. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be like, I've been hearing this my whole life. Here she goes again. <laughs> it is oh. it is 613. We're going to take a break. We'll be back after this. 618. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McLean. Thanks for being here. Hey, Thanks for being a friend. As I say in the Golden Girls, thank yes. you. We travel down the road and back again. Mm-hmm. If I threw a party and invited everyone I knew. <laughs> yeah. What, what then? You would see the greatest gift. <laughs> yeah. It would be from me. Oh, what the card what? attached say? Thank you for being a friend. there oh. 40 seconds where we don't have to cough and talk yeah there you go yeah uh some some uh some hot topics here mm-hmm. i saw something on vanity fair uh on their instagram account and i just thought it made a whole lot of sense i doubt it will happen but i just like the concept of it howard stern was briefly briefly mentioning a, a version of this conversation yesterday Look, the Academy Awards are like, I don't know, in two weeks or three weeks or something. And uh, a little bit longer than that. They still don't have a host. Nope. Because now Kevin Hart has done, um, (laughs) which by the way, he's doubled down. And now he's apologized again to the gay community. But he's apologized um, in the third person, which cracks me up. I'm like. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh my goodness! It, 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 so I'm done. I'm like I, I'm I, I can't talk about Kevin Hart anymore. But um, Kevin aside, so he's not going to do it. Vanity Fair had the most interesting little idea, and I thought this is perfect. 
they said, why not go with two classics? Why not go with best buddies, Carol Burnett and Julie Andrews? Ooh. Now, at first you're thinking, what? Listen to my logic here. First, they are Hollywood royalty. And it would bring a little, it would bring a little, um, um, grandeur back to the Oscars Mm -hmm. because, and this is what Howard was saying yesterday. And I couldn't agree more. He's like, when did people want, start wanting the Oscars to be edgy? The Oscars are not edgy. They're not meant to be edgy. They're never going to be edgy. And here's the thing too, when I've uh, people going, well, yes, Jason, but they're not. Those two are, if if you get a classic star, they're not going to pull in the younger demographic. Okay, here's some harsh reality for everybody. (laughs) Young people aren't going to watch the Oscars anyway. I don't care what you do. They're going to watch clips. You could put Dora the Explorer and Noah uh, Centineo on there, and they're still not going to watch. They're going to watch highlights the next day on the YouTubes. Yeah. So why not shore up your base? Why not get someone in there that is appealing to the demographic that actually would want to watch that show anyway? So maybe it's not, and, and as far as Carol specifically and, and Julie Andrews, they are lifelong friends. They have co-hosted many a TV special before. They have great chemistry. They have wonderful chemistry. Um, and like I said, I can I can picture the moment they come out. They would immediately get a standing ovation. It's classic old Hollywood. Lord knows, you just watched her on the Golden Globes. Carol can still deliver a punchline. She can still land a joke. And I I, I don't know. I think it would actually bring people back to the table. Now, look. Have they showed any desire to do this? or Absolutely none. Or have they said anything about it? No. No. I I think it's just... um, it's a pipe dream for Vanity Fair, mm. but what, but I bring it up because I like the concept of it. And what I mean by that is, and I said this even right after the Kevin Hart, I, I think at this point you either need to go with no host mm-hmm. or you I'm need to camp. go, you need to go with someone that can write the ship. You, you need to you need to go with someone that for this year, you, you you go with just a sturdy presence. Yeah, who's been there, done that. Yes. Reliable, Didn't Kevin Hart say no Steve regretting. Martin should do it? Steve Martin uh-huh. has done it before, and he yep. would be great. What about Carol Burnett and Steve Martin? Fantastic. Mm. Because here's the deal. Uh, Steve follows, uh, when he's done it, he follows the Johnny Carson model, when Johnny used to host it, or the Bob Hope. And, 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 and in some ways, the Billy Crystal. You come out. You do eight minutes of your best jokes, and then you get the hell out of the way. You know what I mean? You, yes. you You come back momentarily if there's a funny moment, and then you ride that funny moment. You know what I mean? You come yeah. back and acknowledge if some, it. You acknowledge it, and you, and you take advantage of, of the live televisionness of it. But bottom line, your job as a host, come out, make people laugh. Again, don't be edgy. There are a lot of places where uh, edge is is good. I think network television in general could use a little more edge. That's why people people are flocking to FX and Netflix. However, stop trying to make the Oscars edgy. That's not the place. They're never going to be edgy. I don't even think it should be edgy. Um, so g- get someone like a Steve Martin or a Billy, not Billy Crystal. I mean, Billy's done it before, but um, and, and, and write the ship 
or have like Steve and Whoopi do it. Have two people that have done it before come out and just get us through this year. That's yeah. my, if I was the Academy, that's what I would be doing. Mm-hmm. So I would get a classic star that would bring that would do everything I just said and would and would call up some classic Hollywood. I think that it would add some grandeur to the night because, again, you're not going to get young people. I don't care what you do. You're not. You could get the entire uh, cast of Riverdale <laughs> to host the damn thing and they're not going to watch. <laughs> Lori Bargini would watch, uh, but that would be it. You could get the entire lineup of the CW. You could get every star on the CW, and people are still not going to, young people are not going to watch the Oscars. So stop trying. Shore up your base. Shore up with the audience that watches it. Thank you, and God bless America. I'm done. I'm, I'm off my soapbox. Amen. I like it, or no host, <laughs> or, or a robot. Like, get a robot. Yeah. When we come back, speaking of the award shows, Alexis is going to tell you, did you guys hear about the Fiji water girl? Wait till you hear this when we come back. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? Topping Google Trends and Entertainment, the king of rock and roll was remembered on his 84th birthday yesterday. The annual Elvis birthday proclamation was held Tuesday morning on Graceland's North Lawn. Also trending, the lineup for the 2019 Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival was released. Fish, Childish Gambino, Post Malone, and Cardi B are among the biggest acts booked for the 2019 festival, taking place June 13th to 16th in Manchester, Tennessee. Uh, they also announced the uh, the Abbott Brothers. Uh, looks like Casey Musgraves, uh, Brandy Carlisle, Solange. So a lot of different acts this year, and it's evolving as hip hop and R and B acts gain ground, and con- conventional rock moves further down the bill. Still, the booking of Fish is an unmistakable throwback to the festival's earliest years when it was a haven for just jam band fans. And on Twitter, we have the hashtags Wednesday Wisdom and DNA six hundred M, which refers to the K pop band. BTS's latest album and downloads. They have 600 million downloads to their new album. And uh, you need to join let's see, Bradley, Alexis and me for the Big Climb in Minneapolis. It's a stair climb event to benefit the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. That happens Saturday, February 16th. You can sign up now with discount code MYTALK to register for just $10.71. You have the option to climb 53 or 105 floors or be a virtual climber. Details at mytalk one oh seven com keyword climb now you know what we know see more at mytalk1071.com jason and alexis in the morning here's seth myers a woman in texas broke a hospital record recently after delivering a nearly 15 pound baby so good luck to her husband on ever complaining about anything again <laughs> You have a headache? I gave birth to a water cooler, Richard. Oh, oh 15 ah. pounds. Wow. No. I can't. I mean, Dawn, you're, you Almost gave birth. Almost 10 pounds. Nine what? pounds, six ounces. Yeah. And I weighed probably 105 pounds when I got pregnant. So. Wow. That was a traumatic experience. Yeah. <laughs> 10 pounds? It. Yeah, she's, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was so tiny. 
Did she come out with the crib attached? She did. She was oh filling my. out tax forms. I'm like, oh, oh my goodness. Kid. She's like, let's solve for X. It's a quadratic <laughs> equation, mama. She's like, what are we having for lunch? Yeah. <laughs> and you had her vaginally, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, I did. Here she goes, Dawn. See? You're not immune from it, Dawn. I mean, she's going to ask strangers. She's sure the hell going to ask you. Oh, yeah. We got more questions, but we'll do that off air. Okay. Well. She has more questions for you, Dawn. (laughs) I know we'll all be avoiding today in the office. I think Dawn's busy, Lex. She has has things to do. I have to go edit. I have to go edit. Sorry, Lex. Okay, I'm going to shut my mouth for a while. Uh, I'm going to let... Lex, uh, do the talking here. Why cough continuously for eight minutes? Okay. Oh, no. uh, okay, so I I've seen pictures. So the Golden Globes were on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about everything, and, and people have talked about this Fiji girl. Yeah, she was. Lex, can up. you? Yeah, tell people who, what she was, who yeah, she is. Fiji water girl was in a lot of the photos, uh, holding a tray. She had that bright. <laughs> brilliant royal blue dress on yeah yeah, she had the fiji bottles with the straws inside and just waiting there if you if you need a refreshing sip of water there you go (laughs) uh fiji water girl her real name is kelleth cuthbert and i'm sorry what kelleth cuthbert kelleth Uh, cuthbert yeah, Bert. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yes. Yep. Uh, she photobombed uh, as much as she could uh, right on the red carpet of the Golden Globes. And according to marketing experts, the advertising for Fiji, I mean, we're talking about it now too, right? Yeah. $12 million in free advertising <sighs> for them by just standing there and getting in those shots. Are you serious? Serious. Was it sanctioned, Lex? Uh, yep, they were one of the sponsors, but she did position herself to be right where she needed to be so that she could be in the photos. Someone who's really not happy about that, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, oh, I love Jamie. Oh, that's my girl. Oh, Why? Yeah. What did she, she say? She, uh, on her Instagram, says that this stunt was blatant promotion, mm-hmm. that she did not give permission. She put a picture of herself with the model in the background, which I guess in some ways, I guess she is kind of advertising it too. But she says, I specifically moved away from the blatant promotions by Fiji, uh, where the young woman with the trays filled with their water and near their designated camera, she said that the photographer posed her there and uh, she moved away and she said out loud that I didn't want to be doing any advertising for either Fiji and Moet, which who were also there as well. And you can see kind of the angle. She is kind of avoiding the (laughs) Fiji water girl, but still, still in the picture. And she says, I did not give permission to anyone to take these photos next to products that I don't endorse. Hey, I agree with her. Go Jamie Lee. Good Jamie Lee just her. doesn't. Jamie Lee don't mm-hmm. care. That's why I love. she yep. don't care. She will tell you all about yourself. I love it. Yeah, and Fiji Water Girl is like, well, it's, it was all strategic. Yeah, you have to get that right angle because she kind of has a little devious sparkle in her eye. And then she's like, I've been photo bombing my entire life. <laughs> but the deal is, is that that was set up. I mean, oh, I, I don't like yes. that they're trying to pass this off as like, oh, look at how she just snuck into these photos. No. I mean, they had their own Fiji photographer there, mm-hmm. right? Yes, That's what they you're did. saying. Okay. They did, at, but she did creep into. Quite a few photog- of the other ones. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of obnoxious to me, to be honest. I, yeah. I think it's yeah. I think it's gross. I look, I, I get nowadays people can fast forward through commercials, TV shows, hell, radio shows. We you know, the bit 
we need advertisers. We need to find creative ways um, to bring their messages to all of you listening without you turning off. I get that need. I get the need of the broadcasters. I get the need of the award shows. However, there is a tacky line that I think this crossed. And it's just ridiculous. And especially Jamie Lee's right. You know, doing it. Doing it uh, on a broadcast where you put like a little banner up or a graphic, that's one thing because that's a show. But if you are aggressively putting Fiji Girl mm-hmm. next to stars, th- then you are by default using these stars without their permission to, to, to hawk your, your goods. And I'm with Jamie. I think that's really, that's going to that's gonna piss off a lot of these people that, that the organizers want to come to their event. Yeah. And I hope I I hope there's some changes next year because I thought it was yeah, funny this, at this first. This happen again. Uh, yeah, no, me too. I, but then, yeah, from that point of view, I'm like, wow, that doesn't. If it was a lot one or sense. two pictures, it'd be fine. But it's like almost every oh. picture. Yep. And it takes away from like you're not looking at the celebrity anymore. And some people might argue, well, oh, who cares? They have all this attention anyway. But this is their big night, like the biggest moment of their life, in their red carpet picture. They've probably dreamed about taking their whole life. Well, there's a Fiji like, water girl in the background. Well, and she's well, making eye contact with the camera. Yeah. It's not like she's just standing there looking to the side. She's posing. No, she, she's yeah, she's yeah, aware of it well, too. Yeah. And let's let's look at this from a let's just look at this from a blatant business standpoint. Here's the deal: businesses pay a lot, pay stars a lot of money to promote their product. Yeah. And just from a business aspect, y'all better be paying these people. I mean, if Jamie Lee Curtis kind of looks like she is supporting Fiji water and they're not paying her. I would be mad too. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? That would be like, I don't know. I, I, I'm, it's not that big of a deal, but I'm, I'm with Jamie and I personally love, I love in Jamie Lee's Lex was reading her in the, the Instagram intro or the Instagram post from Jamie. I love that the person that discovered this, was Jamie's husband, director Christopher Guest. I don't know why that makes me happy. Because like, move, go over there. <laughs> well, because she writes in the answer, she goes, my husband, who doesn't look at a lot of show business news sites, yeah. just mentioned that I was on CNN. I was like, I just love that Christopher Guest was the one that was like, the Honey. Fiji girl's all up in your pictures. Because uh, I love him so much. He did, if you guys don't know, he did Waiting for Guffman, uh, Best in Show, This is Spinal Tap. Um, a mighty wind. He did all those, and he's just so not. He's not a Hollywood kind of guy. So the fact that he's the one that's telling Jamie that <laughs> she's doing inadvertently blatant promotion for Fiji water. Yeah, yeah. I just oh, I love it. It's just so tacky. Oh. Again, I thought it was funny at first, and now I don't because it seems like oh, it was an accident. But then when you realize, okay, this is just blatant mm-hmm. promotion by them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So yep. no, well, but then there's the other side. The and- yeah, but then there's people on the other side. You know, I would just I just got a tweet from mm-hmm. one of our my talkers, Gail, that said, "I think the Fiji water situation is funny and cute. I think people need to take themselves a little less seriously." I get that, but again, these companies are making. I, I get it. Like you know, the stars should take them. I I generally agree with that, but these companies are making a lot of money off the back of these stars and whether you think they need to take themselves less seriously or not, you should be paying them. I wouldn't want to be promoting a product accidentally without show me the money. Give me the check. You know what I mean? I I wouldn't, 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, they I get were paying to be there, too. But they, they weren't paying the, sponsors, the stars. But they yeah. weren't paying the stars. So you're right. This is a this is an area of it's good that we're talking about this and, and being aware for next year because or in the next award shows because this probably won't happen again. I mean, they did t- take advantage of the moment. Yeah. Again, I look. I, it's hard to feel sorry for stars that make a lot of money, but I mean, I just I think it's a little tacky too. It's just it's a product placement kind of run amok. So, six forty two. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back right after. 647. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. From Chase with Lex and Dawn McClain. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Dawn at Dark. Lex in the day. Jason, no, I'm sorry. Dawn at Dark, Lex in the Cities. And uh, Jason Matheson. <coughs> and speaking of Alexis, don't forget to join Bradley, Alexis, and Dawn. For Big Climb Minneapolis, a stair climb event to benefit uh, an organization near and dear to Alexis's heart, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, on Saturday, February 16th. You can climb 53 or 105 floors <laughs> or be a virtual climber. Or, like me, I rent a helicopter and I meet them at the roof. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great. Um, there's a still- party after and lots of snacks. You're still accepting team members, right, Lex? Yes, yes. Please uh, join us. Use my talk keyword climb. Got it. It's just ten dollars and seventy-one cents if you register with that code. Why? Oh, ten dollars and seventy-one cents. I wonder why it's that amount of it's money. Really mm. weird. I don't know. It's very, very odd. <laughs> Speaking of money, okay. Now, throughout, uh, you know, we're going on year eleven here of our show. Yep. And one of not contentious. But one of the, uh, if we ever want to talk about something for a half hour or get you guys worked up, <laughs> we know one of those topics that always does it. Tipping. Yes. Always. It is a surefire way uh, because people have very strong opinions about tipping. Yeah, I mean, and there is some gray area too. Do you tip this person or not? And now there's a new one. Okay. Now I'm fast. I saw this on our rundown. I'm fascinated of the topic, and I'm fascinated where this came from. Yeah. Okay, so the question is, should you tip your flight attendant? Now, where this comes from is Frontier Airlines. They've just announced that their flight attendants are now allowed to accept individual tips. Hmm. Oh, boy. Now, just uh, just a little other background info to maybe help you think about this as well. The flight attendants union say that they're against this policy. Instead, of course, they want to see the airlines pay higher salaries so that tips aren't necessary. Right now, the average flight attendant, their salary is $50,500 a year. Okay. I don't know if that matters, but just putting some more information out there. So now, and what we're talking about is, is not as you're leaving the airline, you're like, thank you for, you know, um, giving me my gingy, you know, because I always do that, Ugh. right? You know, you always say thank you for that. Um, but if you maybe, let's say you order, uh, you know, the little nips, like you get some wine or have some vodka. Little nips. You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> some little ones, not those big areolas. No, no. Oh my God. No. I'm just Alexis. kidding. I'm just kidding. Mm. Yeah, you order some alcohol, you get one of those little box lunches, or maybe you get some headsets and you want you want to give the flight attendant a, a, a couple dollars, ten dollars, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just tip in general. Yeah, you can now do that on a front a Frontier airline flight. What say and, you? Um, is Frontier so far? Lex, do you know? Did the article say 
the other airlines don't condone this. Like they they don't want you to tip their flight attendants. Did it say Lex? Well, this is the first one that that is now saying you can if you'd like. You're they're, allowed they, to. They are allowed to accept them. Okay. Which leads me to believe that there's some probably a policy with the other airlines where the flight attendants are not supposed to. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that they're the union. The flight attendant union itself is against is this. against it. Okay, um, so I will tread lightly because I don't want to get anyone into trouble. But then again, you won't be able to know what flight attendants I've had in my life. But um, I look. I'm not going to lie. I have tipped flight attendants, mm-hmm. and I do it right at the beginning. If they're if I get a good sense um, right off the bat uh, as we sit down. Um, now I know it's different in steerage, but. Um, <laughs> but if I get a good feeling, I'm just joking. Uh-huh. If I get a good feeling, you know, as you, as Lex, as is, is, is you're trying to put away your stuff and uh, get in your middle seat, yes. as, you know, uh, up, up, up where I sit, they, uh, <laughs> you get a drink before the, uh, the flight even starts. And if I get a good sense, like if the flight attendant's really nice, Colin and I will we will tip them really quickly at the beginning of the flight. Um, ah. Yeah. And I, I use that rule. I've said it before. It's a tipping, it's a tipping tip, tipping tip, a tip that I, that I offer up. And it sometimes helps me. I sometimes just give a pre tip, especially if it's a special event or something to make sure that things go well. And it usually serves me well, but I've given, I've slid, I, I usually give 20, I'll give like a 10 or a 20 um, to a flight attendant. Some have not taken it, but um, some have taken it. And I've given it to them as I've left the plane too. Oh. I'll like shake their hand and I'll just put it and they look at me and I'm like, just take it, take it. And then I run off the jet bridge. But um, oh. yeah, I, I don't mind it. Okay. I don't think it's, I don't think it's, I don't think you have to do it, but I would be lying if I said I haven't done it. Don, I feel like. This isn't something that needs to start happening because I'm an over tipper. Yeah. I tip over um, because I used to be a server and I always tip at least 20% and then I round up. Yep. So I would feel pressured to tip everyone all the time. Yeah. And I don't want to deal with it. I hate to say that because I love flight attendants and I think they work so hard. I just think that it. I don't know. It's just going to cause issues. I think they just need to pay them more. Like, that's yeah. not enough money. I'm sorry. They make $50,000? No, yeah, the they're putting average. their life in danger every day by going up and up into the air with us and taking care of us. So pay them a lot more. A lot more. Yeah. Lex, have you ever tipped? I, no, I, I actually, you know, this is ju- the first time this has ever occurred to me that, that this could even be something, a possibility, to be honest. I uh, read about this yesterday and I thought, huh, hmm. okay, um... I, I so no, I've never tipped a flight attendant, and I think that uh, I don't I don't like this either. <laughs> like it complicates Why? things. Yeah, and, and man, I wonder if as a flight attendant, do they want to deal I, with it? Right? Would they want to deal with this? I'm just thinking about that as well. I mean, yes. Well, call the break. If you're a flight attendant, yeah. I mean, we got to go. We got to go in like a minute. 
But call call Dawn during the okay. break and just, you know, 651-641-1071. Flight, I know we have a lot of flight attendants we that do. listen to us. So. Yeah, what, what say you? I mean, you're you're doing the job, and is it really nice to get it? Or would it be yeah, cumbersome? I, I'm not sure. Um, but with when it comes to it now, now I know in first class you don't have to deal with this, but if you do have to pay for a vodka and steerage like Dawn no. and I do. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> what the hell is that like? I don't know. What, what will happen now is when you pay, you swipe your card, and then... And you can select. They'll, it will, you know, how restaurants will automatically, there's a 15, 20, 25, will tell you what that amount is. And you can add that or not. Yeah. Um, that's the added pressure of, the, of that. So. Hmm. Uh, it's a good question. Believe yeah, me. I, it's fast. I've done it. But mm-hmm. I will admit, I don't know how I feel about making it a rule or a, or something that should be done. Yeah. I like doing it. I enjoy doing it because it brings me joy. Yes. The unexpectedness of it. It brings me a lot of joy if they're making, I don't like to fly, and if they are sweet and going above and beyond to make sure that uh, my husband and I are having a great journey, it brings me joy to to do that for them, yeah. you know, because they're really helping my trip. So, but if it's expected, I don't know, would I feel this way? Hmm. Who knows? So, 651-641-1071. Flight attendants, we want to hear from you. Say uh, 655. We'll be back right after this. Oh,